Greetings, people of the internet. My name is Big Mo, and it is my honor to welcome you to the hardest hitting, full of ranting, most entertaining show in the world. This is the Dave Van Aken What's up, guys? Dave Van Auken, the Dave Van Auken Show. All right. iMac is on. Tapology is up. The iPhone is on silent. I am ready for 20, 25 minutes of just straight MMA talk. Mostly UFC, actually. A lot of UFC. Uh, PFL is off for the next couple of weeks. Uh, nice little bell tour this weekend. But, guys, uh, UFC major announcements. Uh, so much to get into over the last 24 hours. And I almost came live to you guys yesterday, but I wanted to hear some things. I like that. I like, you know... Get in some of the voices of the top five, ten MMA uh, people in the industry, and then kind of bouncing off of that and get my own theories and judgments. So, uh, a lot of stuff, guys. Chamayev Diaz is set, UFC 279. Definitely going to talk about that. But before we go into 23 minutes of straight talk, guys, make sure you go to mybookie.ag right now and use the promo code bananas. You will get a 100% match back deposit. And if you guys, one thing I love doing on my bookie, you can make those singular bets. You can bet the over under on the on the fight on the round. You can bet on you think Jamal Hill is going to beat Tiago Santos. I got you. But I love doing parlays together, guys. I like putting UFC London's this weekend. If you guys want to go Tom Aspinall, Jack Hermanson, and a Hannah Goldie upset, the parlay will be humongous. I'm talking about plus twelve fifty. So go to mybookie.ag right now and use the promo code bananas. All right, guys, breaking news yesterday. Uh, Nate Diaz and Dana White in the UFC seems like they've been at odds for at least multiple months. Um, multiple sessions about, should he is he going to fight Jake Paul? There was rumors about a Bellator matchup, all this uh, back and forth. And he just wants out of the contract. He was asking for multiple fights. Dana's like, we offered him fights. He turned him down. And kind of sooner or later, the, you know, the, the, the truth will, <laughs> was going to get out. And it seemed like they offered Nate Diaz multiple fights and just didn't want to accept for whatever reason. Maybe the wrong time, maybe the wrong matchup, so on and so on and so on. But guys, it's official. Las Vegas, uh, UFC 279, September 10th. And he's going to fight Hazmat Chemayev in the main event. They are uh, the featured fight. They are on the headliner. They are on the marquee. They are on the poster. Chemayev Diaz main events. So before, let me go left there for a second, and then I'm going to come back into the details of the fight. I am blown away that this is the main event. Shocked. It's not for any championship. It's not for a BMF championship. This is just a five-round, and they don't even have a rivalry. It's not in Masvidal, Covington. They've had backstory and videos and American Top Team, and they they were best friends, and now they hate each other. They That was a, a rivalry. That was... The common folk can say, hey, I'm going to watch these two bros beat the shit out of each other. Like, There's something to it. There's something to we get Batman versus Joker rivalry. We, we get into it. This is just a, 
a fight that kind of was rumored a couple times, but there's no rivalry at all. Chemayev has been talking stuff about Usman. Like, if you want to say he has one rivalry right now in the UFC, I would say kind of that Usman-Burns connection. And Diaz, you think of Diaz rivalry, especially now in 2022, right? You think of McGregor, and you almost think a little bit of Masvidal. And I'm shocked that over the last five, six years, headliners of a UFC pay-per-view, not for a championship belt on the line. There's only been two names. It's been a McGregor or a Masvidal on top. Yes, McGregor had Diaz connected. And yes, Masvidal had Diaz connected. So I guess you got to throw Diaz in that spot, right? I know Connor did it with Cerrone, but it's been McGregor, Masvidal, and now Diaz gets it. And the shocker to me, and I understand the Diaz, and it looks like this will be his last fight in the UFC. I know people are going to, maybe people will be outraged on this to a bona fide, guaranteed UFC Hall of Famer one day. Just what he's done for the industry of MMA slash UFC has been incredible. One of the marquee names, one of the marquee uh, draws in the in the industry. But I am, I'm shocked that they pushed Hazmat Chemaev into this. Let's just be honest. He's eleven and zero, and they the now what is he five and zero in the UFC? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five fights in the UFC. So this will be his sixth fight, and he is main event in a pay per view without a title on the line. He is in the same galaxy of a McGregor, a Masvidal, and a Diaz, and that's incredible. Like that is incredible that he debuted UFC Fight Island. July of 2020, and now we're going to go September of 2022, a little bit over two years. Remember, he had that three-fight run and then a lot of cancellations with Leon Edwards. He even had a retirement in there. He had COVID in there. Then he came back to the pay-per-view, had a great, great fight against the Leech, and then one of the great fights in the history of the sport at UFC 273, the People's Main Event against Gilbert Burns. Defeated him, unanimous decision, and now he is in that galaxy. He's in that sphere of McGregor, Masvidal, Diaz, and now Chemayev. And that's incredible. I, it's incredible that he has made it to that spot in the UFC that he can main event pay-per-views going forward. Maybe not for the title. Maybe he moves up. Maybe there's a cool matchup, him and Izzy Adesanya. Um, I don't think there's any other middleweight, right? Like you, he, him versus Whitaker, or him versus uh, Vittori doesn't make event. Oh, him versus Piera, <laughs> that could make an event. But you would think Piera is in a championship match with Izzy, and going forward, there's going to be championships involved. But Chamayev has made it into the sphere of main event and pay per views without the title on the line. Wow, I'm um, going into the fight. Yeah, uh, I'm. I wish I can say something different from the masses and hopefully I'm a little wrong. Hopefully there's a little bit of a Gilbert Burns kind of type of fight in there. I just don't see it guys. This is not Nate Diaz of 2017. Um, who knows how much he really wants to put it out there in his last fight in the UFC. There's a lot to it. I don't know guys. Uh, Chemayev is an absolute monster. He is a train moving forward in the probably the pinnacle of his career, 28 years young, just on fire. It, it just seems very lopsided. I know the odds are out. It's a very high lopsided, a lopsided fight. 
So, yeah, and, you know, I'm right now leaning towards Chemayev in a devastating way. A lot of ground and pound. I do see him taking him down. I, uh, not going long. I don't see this a multiple round fight. And I see Chemayev just getting the job done. That's what I see. All right, going into a fight. All right, uh, UFC 280 has a co-main event. Of course, the main event, Oliveira Makhlchev. I talked about that in the last podcast. We went live right after UFC uh, Long Island. And really, we went into Oliveira and Makhlchev in the future, the lightweight, and probably Volkanovski moving up, so on and so on. So that's the last pod. Make sure you go get that on all podcast platforms, the Dave Van Auken Show. Um, Aljamain Sterling looks like we'll fight TJ Dillashaw for the UFC Bantamweight Championship. Um, all right. Uh, I, I don't love it. I, I, I don't love it. I, I don't know what to say. Um, there's just something about this fight. I just don't like, I, I like, and I'm actually more pro Aljamain Sterling probably to the next guy. I, does TJ get this fight to me? The bantamweight and featherweight divisions to me, the featherweight division is probably even better than lightweight. Lightweight doesn't get the respect and love it deserves and a lot because Volkanovski has been running through people. I'm a huge featherweight guy. But the bantamweight division as well. But real quick, back to the TJ Dillashaw thing. His uh, loss to Cejudo, 2019. Then he had the whole, um, you know, he popped. Let's just say that. Then he came back 2021 and fought Corey Sanhagen in one of the best fights of the year. Remember that fight night, uh, mid-July, I believe, 2021. And he won via split decision. A really great fight, guys. Really, really good fight. You can argue 55-45 one way or another. But he won via split decision. So, to me, it just, and hear about this, my, my bro Drew is going to be so mad at me. He's a huge Dillashaw guy. Dude, I like Dillashaw, dude. Dillashaw has done so much in his UFC career. Um, one of the best bantamweights in the history of the sport. But since 2018, he beat Cody Garbright straight up, right? On the, sec- on the rematch. Beat him straight up. He has won, he's won one fight. And yeah, guys, it is about to be four years and he's won one fight via split decision, and that gets in the title match in one of the best divisions in the sport. Am I all, like like that's what I'm saying? I it's nothing about uh, I like Sterling, and I really like him. This co-main event spot, to be honest, to me there would be a lot of eyes on this fight, and I think Sterling, uh, you know, I'm not really keen on this word deserving. I really like Sterling getting this spot, and I know you can't do the yawn thing. And I know it uh, looks like Aldo and uh, Marab is booked up and Sanhagen and uh, Song is booked up. But it's just like, I don't know, man. And I know Cruz and Vera's booked up. And I guess that's what makes sense. He's kind of the only guy left. And I know Cejudo's there, but leaning towards featherweight. Um, you know, he's very big. He probably can't make bantamweight at all right now in September, October. I get that. But we're just... All the youth was Simone and uh, Nurmagomedov and Shores and O'Malley's and Giannis and, uh, of course, Marab and Vera. Just like, to me, it's a a career achievement, and it just makes sense timing-wise that Dillashaw gets this fight. And then that's just my honest two cents. I think there's five guys, Marab, Aldo, Vera, O'Malley, and there's just guys off the top of my head that are should get this fight, should get this title opportunity, uh, what they've done over the last four years. Like, okay, I'm just going to hit Marab. I haven't even done this before. I'm just literally doing this on the spot. 
And like I said, TJ Dillashaw in the last four years have won one fight via split decision. What, what is Marab? Marab, um, in the last four years, Marlon Marais, Corey Steinman, John Dodson, Lopez, and Casey Kenny. Uh, it's four. Let's see. He's won a lot of grappling. Oh, Bracketota and and where? So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven wins. Seven in the same time that TJ Dillashaw had won one via split decision. Marab has won seven times in the UFC octagon. Like. Sooner or later, I, I get the career achievement. I, I get he was an ex-champion. I get, but he did pop in steroids. He did lose a fight versus Henry Cejudo, and then he won a via split decision. He gets the title nod. Ah, not a fan. Not a fan. So let's leave that as that. Um, all right, transition. The Ultimate Fighter just ended. Ultimate Fighter 30. I was sucked into this... Um, uh, this series this year. I loved it a lot. I went on a little bit of a break. Uh, tough 30, Pena and Nunos as the coaches. I liked it. I liked it. It was heavyweights. Heavyweights need some new blood. And of course, let's just talk about it. The female flyweight division are girls, Hannah Guy and the killer, Juliana Miller. Juju, um, was doing her thing. Like I said, I met Juju right before, uh, right before the show aired, right after they taped. And had great talks with her down there in South Florida when I was covering uh, Jorge Masvidal's icon. And it was just great to get to know her, get to chat with her. She's been on the podcast since that. We've done two, three uh, Instagram lives. She was on Mike Cuddles with Jillian the Savage Robertson with us. So she is um, integrated into the Fight Bananas family for sure. And we absolutely love her here at Fight Bananas. And she just put on a brilliant performance uh, she is in the finale. That's in that's in three weeks, guys. That is, I believe. Let me check this up real quick. Yeah, that's August sixth. That's on that Jamal Hill Tiago Santos main event. The co is with Usman and Zach for the heavyweight uh, Ultimate Fighter, and then the feature bout is Juliana Miller versus Brogdon Walker. Um, also, Vicente Luque, Jeff Neal. That's a nice little card right there for sure. Uh, August sixth is around the corner. Um, yeah, this this last minute and a half is more just a huge shout out to Juju. Uh, like I said, she's been integrated, and yeah, we're just we are so happy for her. Juju, um, definitely the star. We we talked about before. She didn't give me any details. She didn't spoil anything. She didn't break any rules or or buy policies of the UFC. Uh, she just thought she was going to come out of this show. Uh, a little bit of a star. <laughs> That's what she, she kind of told me. And sometimes, um, you know, as a heel or as a, as a face, a baby face is a good one. Uh, I think she just was absolutely polarizing people. Um, she, she jumped off the screen. She leaped off the screen. So, um, yeah, very happy for Juju. She is in the finals, about to be the next female flyweight ultimate fighter. And uh, through the grapevine, I'm hearing some news about Hannah Guy coming up soon, too. So we'll see about that. Uh, that's Ultimate Fighter 30. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Um, oh, this is my last fight. And then, then we'll roll, guys. Like I said, uh, recording Ben and Bananas later on today. Make sure you get that probably tomorrow, the next day here on the podcast platforms. Uh, I think it's, I'm going to get its own link. God, that show is so good. So good. Ryan Quinn, L. Wagman, Ben and Bananas. Um, my bookie does a good job with that. Uh one last thing and more of a just a fun topic I would love to any of your comments 
DM me at David Van Auken at Fight Bananas Official, you know, if you have any uh, two cents on it. They, on the Ultimate Fighter, so Amanda Nunez's team was coaching Walker, and they talked about how Juju was really good at jiu-jitsu. Like, really, really good on the ground. Don't get on the ground. And they kept on saying uh, Walker was... I'm not Walker. I'm sorry, guys. She fought Neil, uh, Casey Neal, I believe. Um, how she is just better everywhere. Like, she's a better striker. And in the clinch. And um, I just didn't want to mess up her name. Uh, Caitlin Neal. Caitlin Neal. Sorry, not Casey. Caitlin Neal. And they were just saying that Caitlin's a better all-around mixed martial artist. And shit, maybe that is the truth. But the one thing I think is so underrated, so just not talked about enough, so not just um, uh, communicated properly, if you're a top one percenter at something in the game, like, that's it. I know you have to be well-rounded. It helps to at least to be decent if you're on the ground, if you're a power striker. And if you're a jits girl like um, uh, Juju, yes, to keep striking. And dude, her striking is getting pretty good to me. She like moves forward. She creates these clinching positions because she's just moving forward, punching. And you, they just get tied up sooner or later. Another example to me of this is uh, Alex Pierre now. That left hook is so devastated and so good and so clean and he throws it better than anyone in the world. Who gives a shit about rest of his game? He is about to fight for the championship and he's one of the uh, the slight underdog and since Izzy's title defenses. Who cares about other ways to win? Francis Nagano, and I'm not saying just do one thing because in his last fight he did grapple well and he grappled to win the fight, but Francis Nagano throws overhand rights to win the championship. Like just... B B minus or C plus at the other stuff, and then have an A plus. Have a Habib Nurmagomedov wrestling. Have a Charles Oliveira ground game. Have a Conor McGregor left hand. Like get to one percent of the world at something. I think the most underrated, well well rounded. That person is well rounded in life. Uh, okay, but uh, in their career, are they making enough money? Are they the best family member? Are they the are they uh, uh, great in politics or helping their community? Like they're just like you're just B minus at everything, and at the end, it's like you just melt into the ether. Be phenomenal. Be legendary at something, and when you are, that's when you can go win championships in the UFC. So there you go. There's my 1%. I think Juju has that 1% capability with her ground game. The rest of her fight game is getting so, um, it, it's it's exploding right now. I really love her momentum, and uh, I think she's going to become the ultimate fighter. All right, guys. Chemayev Diaz, 279. 280 is Dillashaw, Sterling, and Makhlchev Oliveira. Some great fights coming up. UFC London is in this weekend, three, four days away. Our girl Hannah Goldie versus Molly McCann, Patty the Batty, Hermanson, Chris Curtis, Aspinall, Curtis Blades, and a ton more. Uh, threw out a couple things uh, on Fight Bananas yesterday about who has the highest ceiling. Mason Jones is also on this card. 
great card. Great, great card. I am getting hyped for this card. Mohamed uh, Makaf is on this card. Undefeated. Flyweight. Cannot wait to watch him versus Charles Johnson. If you don't know about Charles Johnson, Charles Johnson is a dog. Absolute stud. 11-2. and two, uh, LFA. Uh, the King. One of the LFA stars of that platform. Absolute dog. So that is a underrated fight. That might even be the people's main event. All right, guys, I'm Dave Van Auken. Make sure go to my bookie right now, mybookie.ag. Put in the promo code BANANAS. Get that 100% match back deposit. I'm out, guys. This is the Dave Van Auken Show. Be safe. Stay bananas. We'll talk to you real soon, guys. Later.